Welcome to Screw the Ingenue! See, all we needed to do was take a couple weeks off Like of the two break, years. It felt like two years. And ago. then we could get the intro. Like, guys, yeah. we did not practice that. No, we didn't. That was actually really good. I'm proud of like, It was, like, really on sync. Yeah. I think that was almost as good as, like, our season one. Because we used to be yeah, on top of it. That's true. And season two, a little lazy. A little lazy. And... Guys, I know there are some of you that are crying right now because you opened the thing and realized Harry Styles is no longer donning yeah, guys, I'm Delaney's so bedroom. sorry. For any Harry fans that are watching, I'm sorry. He might make another appearance, but I have to, you know, switch it up. Why? He So in the middle of the night, if you realize he's, like, really big in the picture if you stayed in. So I, got, I like, wake up, and he's just staring at me, and I, like, actually, like, scream sometimes. So... I doubt that you would scream, actually. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's it could be good for some times, but honestly, other times, it's, <laughs> it's just too scary. So mm-hmm. I had to take him down. So now I got a big flower head, which is honestly not that much better. But, um, yeah. No, I mean, like a giant flower. Yeah, Are you, if you're not. scared of flowers, then I need to question why. Right, right. Right, right, right. Okay, so anyway. Anyway, let's get to topic. flowers... Is a great like yes. thing for today because we're discussing my fair lady. My fair lady. Not my if you haven't seen her Bernie podcast, go watch <laughs> and read it. Um, read yeah. It. So we're doing my fair lady today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So quick Reader's Digest version. Yes. We have a poor Cockney girl trying to sell some flowers at the opera. She runs into this professor who's into dialects and is, like, interested. And he's, like, talking to people, saying, like, yeah, I'm so Pompous. great. Okay, well, personal opinions for later. Uh, he's, like, bragging to everybody. He's, like, yeah, I could even make this, like, calmly. I like that I'm pointing at you. <laughs> <laughs> this calmly flower girl, like, passes a freaking princess at any ball like you mark your words and she's like oh Mm -hmm. and so she then tracks him down and is like I want you to do that so I can be like a lady in a flower shop which is like Mm -hmm. like way better than selling them on the street sure sure. right right um and so they embark on this like she's all that this kind of I was gonna say uh, do you know it's based off she's all that 90s music (laughs) She's all that type of transformation where they turn her into a lady. And then she was always a lady. She was always a lady. Was always a lady. Pickering treated her exactly. always a lady. So many um, issues. She, she transforms and then she realizes, wow, uh, you're a dick, Henry Higgins, and I'm yeah. going to be independent. And so she leaves and then comes back. And, comes back. and we'll discuss, but we'll discuss our that. feelings we'll discuss on that, that matter yeah. later. Okay. Um, great. So then just... A real quick question. Yeah, let's start off with a fun little question. Based off of what I just said. Also, there is a man in here called Freddie who meets Eliza once at a racetrack and is like, wow. <laughs> Damn. You're fucking hot, man. I love like, you. I will now camp out on your street yeah. until you come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you're Eliza. Right. 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 Who do you pick? Granted, Henry Higgins isn't as old as Rex Harrison was. So, like, I'm going to say Henry Higgins is actually only about, like, five years tops older than you. That, okay, that's actually a way... That's a bigger difference than what usually is played. So. I understand that, but for our intensive purposes, and I'll explain why I wanted to do it that way later, but okay. for now, when we're into okay, this okay, question, okay, okay, Higgins okay. is only five okay, years older. Okay, question, though. So, I'm my age. Yeah. Freddie is my age as well? Yeah. Around there? Or... I almost 
would be better if she was like a year younger. Like, he does have that you little, know you know, mean, like, Eliza's thing. a cougar. Um, <laughs> but, okay, let's say he's, you know, 30, 31 or something right. for me, and he, is he exactly the same as the movie? Oh, yeah. So the personality is the same. He's called me a hussy and all those fun words. Has he called me a hussy? <laughs> <laughs> he has called you a hussy. But look at the but? time period. Okay. Oh, all right. All right. no. That's what is bad is you actually think it is. I think it's bad nowadays. We're getting into what we'll okay, discuss fine. We'll discuss later. Um, I say Freddy. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> I would still say Higgins. I would say uh, Higgins. Hussy. Okay. Well, listen. All right. I think that's very indicative to who we are as people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't want somebody... Don't you love it, guys? Don't is, you love why it? Why we have good debates? Okay, so is fun. It? We have we have already different opinions starting off. Yay. Okay. Good Megan, you love this show. Like, yes. you really love this show. This is why we kind of picked this musical to do today. Yes. So, okay, let me ask you then. What was your first magical experience with this show? I'm so glad you asked. I feel like I just spit all over you. I think you did. I apologize. I think you did. Yeah. <laughs> I got so excited. So, Yes. I love this musical. This was the very first musical that my grandma took me to Aww. in an outdoor theater in um, SoCal. That's Southern California. Wait, was this your first musical ever? Your first musical your grandma brought you to? No, my first musical like experience ever. Like I think I had like experienced like I think like my like, like our elementary school did like the Lion. Oh thing. no, that's really big then. But, okay, uh, so it's like this was like my first like show. Okay, and also like it was. It hit me because it was like I'd seen like movie musicals and stuff yeah. like that, and so I was familiar with them. But like watching My Fair Lady, I was like, oh, I yeah, was like a girl that's like me, like you know what I mean, like because she's not your typical like, and we'll talk about this later. She's not your typical ingenue, like mm-hmm. she's loud, she's brass, like you know what I mean, and then like right. she gets to turn, like she gets to be who she is but she carries where she was before right so it's like I just okay I think I was like seven or eight at the time and that just like really hit me and like I was kind of hooked on musicals yeah I didn't get into them until much later um as she said in every podcast I've said in every podcast when you've asked me what my experience was with it but this one I can actually say it was before I was in college okay um and so ever since then um Eliza has been on my list to do can I, ladies and gentlemen, this is the show that I have auditioned and been called back for the most out of any show. I've auditioned for it five times. I've been called back for Eliza four times. Oh, that's tough. That's tough. Never booked, but you know. That doesn't mean it couldn't happen. True. We're not going to put that. But anyway, so that is my experience with it. Okay. The lady. Okay. Um, so you know I love Audrey. Audrey Hepburn. Oh, she's God, she's my girl. Uh, but I didn't actually see this. So I, I saw this, like, when I was really young. Yeah. And, like, re- like, even re-watching it, I don't remember. Like, I know the plot, but I don't remember <laughs> a lot of it because it's actually not one of my favorites. Um, just putting it out there, I, you know, that's fine. Like, and I... Yeah, well, like, when you were watching it, I was like, this is, like, the worst I opened it up, and I was like, this is almost three hours long, Megan. <laughs> Anyways, I, you know, like, Breakfast at Tiffany's, Roman Holiday, the, like, those are oh, my Audrey movies. But it's still, like, a great, iconic musical. Right. Um, but I think when I first watched it, I didn't really You're understand like, it that much, because when I was younger, you know. So, um, I know, I'm doing this for you, Megan. I know. This I'm is doing like, this musical this for is her. This is my, like, she's paying me forward. Like, this wow. is my Christmas present. Right, basically. exactly. So thanks, Delaney. You're welcome. And I hope you all enjoy. I hope there's somebody in our podcast listeners that love My Fair Lady. Because listen, I'm not saying that it doesn't have problems. 
It does. And I love that we can discuss them now, you know. Yes. Right. And we will. Yeah. Um, So, going into the problems. (laughs) So, first off, I would just like to give credit to Eliza. So, this this musical obviously was based on the play Pygmalion. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's George Bernard Shaw. Woo, Bernard Shaw. Yes, Shaw. Um, So, yeah. So, what I like about it, and it goes tied with our title screw the ingenue eliza's not your typical ingenue yeah in any capacity like which i also love because she's a soprano part and you never get that either usually the non-ingenue parts are the belter Mm -hmm. parts Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. she's a legit soprano right who isn't your typical and i know so many people who love that like my friend erin who i did mattress with she said the same thing like she's a she's got a gorgeous soprano voice and she never gets to play roles like this because most of soprano roles are written to be right the ingenues and right. you take what you are given of course um so i love that about her i love that she's rough and ready and like she has a mind of her own and that she's stubborn yeah. and got a mouth on her i think that's great yeah, I will say, like, looking back at the old musicals, where guys were like this, is like the lady males, like, yeah. most of the time, the Anjus would just take it, and yeah. they wouldn't say anything back. They would. They would so, be like, oh, okay. Exactly. So I do, and, like, I love him still, and, like, but no, like, she really does say to him, like, you're not going to treat me like this, <laughs> yeah. and if you do, I'm just going to leave again. I'm so, going like, to fucking throw slippers at your fucking face, exactly. because you're a douche. So like. I do, yeah, I like that part of her, and that part of the musical. Yeah. It is an older musical, so obviously... It has problems. I don't think there's one older musical that doesn't have some no. sort of issue. In no, how this I don't went. think so. Yeah. But I will say, unlike some other musicals like South Pacific, mm. I think that My Fair Lady's issues can be easily fixed. Okay. So let, let's say what you think, what is the number one problem, do you feel like? So the number one problem, I think, <laughs> is the age difference between Henry Higgins and Eliza. Right. Um, I was while we were watching the movie. I was like, I feel like, cause like, <laughs> yeah, Henry Higgins is like hella old. Like he's probably pushing forties, fifties. Yeah, um, late forties. And, and she's supposed to be in her twenties, right? right? And it just kind of like Delaney. I think you were talking about like it kind of brings up like a grooming thing. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, but it's true. Like specifically because literally he like groomed her into this new person, right? right? And it's this weird thing of, like, him taking in a younger lady and, like, completely kind of changing how she is. Right. And then, like, saying, oh, well, I like her around all the time, so I she needs to be with me. I don't know. It's just this, like... Right. So that's the problem. But I think, like, part of me just believes, because, like, I've seen it... I've also seen this musical all the time, because, like, I usually go see it when I'm not cast to be like, all right, who did it? And most of the time I'm like... All right. Tip of the hat. Um, <laughs> unless it's really painful auditions, then I wouldn't do it. Okay. Um, anyway, so I've seen it a number of times. One time I saw it, the Henry Higgins was like three or four, five tops older than Eliza. Okay. It read so much better. I can see that. I can see that. Like, yeah. You like, because like, I guess like as an older guy, like it's creepier and it's also like, you're an older man. You should behave better at this point in your life. You know what I mean? Rather than being I see, I don't agree with that because I think that's literally why he's like that because he has this older generation. Like, right? But I'm saying if he was younger in this time period. okay. Right? Mm -hmm. Where it's like, then I fully believe if he was younger in this time period and those are the ideas that was 
put upon uh-huh. him, right? Uh-huh. So he has, and he's also a very intelligent man, yeah. right? So there is an ego about him. Right. But I think that if he was younger, it would almost be like, well, that's not how he's always going to be. Sure. And having Eliza sure. in his life and them growing up together. Right. Like, I think would affect him so that, like, that's not what their future's going right. to be. Like, they're not going to go back to the old ways. Whereas, like, yeah. Higgins, when he's old, like, he's staying that way. And there's no way he's changing <sighs> his dick yeah. ways. You know what I mean? Did you say also, like, compared to the movie slash musical, the musical, he's not as, like, aggressive and, like, kind of using all these... Well, there <laughs> are, like... <laughs> okay, so, stuff. like, the thing is, is that... I understand that you hate when he says, like, you hussy. You got her all these words. That one, oh my gosh. Um, oh, you gutter snipe. Yes, you, you yes. hate that he says you, like, snarl too He said that so many times. But it's, he said it once. No, he's, but, he threatened her a lot. <laughs> but I think of it like, if you, because, like, the thing is, I think it sounds more dramatic because of the language okay change it if like if it was a today what would he be saying it would be like i think it's more of like you're not gonna like it yeah i'm gonna get but i mean like i think this is gonna sound so bad in terms of like my relationship with my mom i love my mom and me and her have a great relationship i'm gonna say that before but we tease each other all the time and we're always like Oh, you like you little brat, like you little like get your like claws in you. Little yeah, you like your mom. And right, you. It makes all I sense. get it, but like, so what I'm saying though is like, I'm not condoning his verbal abuse. I'm just saying I choose to see it as like a way of teasing in a mean way. Okay, I have t- teased with people this way. Like that's. I don't want to say but that's my style of flirting. No, I like, and I know that is, but okay. like, you're it's, but you're not actually addressing the real problem here. Like, he has this horrible view of women, so it's oh, not yeah. like coming from a teasing point of view. It's coming from a I literally think you're I'm you're inferior to me, and I'm better than you, and I'm just gonna. But I don't think maybe it's because of the woman thing. Obviously, he sings like I'm an ordinary man. Which, I mean, technically, like, he does say yeah, like I hate everyone, basically. Yeah. But like. Still, he doesn't say, like... I, I mean, think he, like... But I think I he thinks he's better than everybody. I think he's got a huge ego. And I think well, women are part of that, obviously, because he's seen that whole thing of, right. like... And he only will actually recognize somebody who's on his intelligent level. You know what I mean? Like, so I... I just... I do think that, like, him being younger will not fix all the problems, but I think I it agree. will fix it would help. some of them. Okay. I also would be very interested to see... Um, because you had mentioned it, and I thought it would be really interesting. Like, what? If it was an all-female cast. Oh, yeah. Or, like, and I told Delaney, I was like, all right, decision made. I'm going to play Eliza Doolittle sometime, hopefully, in the next five years. And then when I grow up a little bit more, then I'll do a gender swap, and I'll play Higgins. Nah, um, and like it will be a man playing Liza. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, but so, like, that's my point, though. It's like... There are ways to change it, yeah, so that it's not as like offensive, I guess, or not not as like. Yes, I like, think I yeah, I think you can kind of revamp it if they were ever to do it, and I think that would be really interesting. Yeah, I think the, you could do genders. genders, and like if you play with that kind of thing, I just think it would be very very fascinating. So before we get into our debate, let's talk about some. I think you said juicy facts. You found drama. Juicy facts. Drama. But, like let's start with the Julie Andrews. Right. Like drama, all that fun stuff. So what 
did you dig up? So, as I hope most of you know, uh, Julie Andrews and Rex Harrison were the original Higgins and Eliza on Broadway. Right. Then they were like, wow, this is a great show. Let's make a movie of it. And they were like, Julie Andrews, uh, I don't know about like, her. He, the, literally, the producer was like, you're not a big enough star. You're not a big enough name to like sell this. So, like... Sorry, bitch. Bye. Yeah, yeah. Um, and apparently, I also found out that Rex Harrison wasn't the first choice as Higgins. It was going to be Cary Grant. Oh. Yeah. And he, Cary okay. Grant, turned it down because mm. he was like, um, it's too close to my, like, Eliza's Cockney is too close to my own accent. I'm like, Cary Grant, you're not Cockney. Mm, but, like, okay. he, he felt too close to the material, apparently, and he was like, no. I don't know if that's a good thing. Um, well, not that he's, like, some professor who's, like, a man, a woman-hater. Um, but, yeah, so he turned it down, and so then they gave it to Rex Harrison. And Rex Harrison made it very, very, like, evident in the beginning stages of the, sh- the production that he was very upset that mm. Julie Andrews was not Eliza. He's all, his big thing was is that he's like, it doesn't make any sense because Eliza is supposed to be this person who's never like been in a European ballroom who's never experienced that like royalty life mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he's all Audrey Hepburn herself as a person has been in a ton of European ballrooms and is like that a is basic princess right so it's like he's all she it's, she's not a good fit for this part um and he later said that he really did enjoy working with Audrey Hepburn and yeah when he won his academy award he thanked both that's Julie cute. and that's cute. Uh, Audrey Hepburn and Audrey, apparently, when she accepted the part... So, this is the thing I was reading. So, apparently, like, Audrey didn't want to play the part, and she wanted Julie Andrews to play it. Oh, I could see that. And so, when she talked to the producers, they said, like, even if you turned it down, it would still not go to Julie Andrews. And I'm like, who... But my choice, like, who else would you get? Yeah, that... uh, Yeah. Would you let Marty Dixon finally have a go? Who was her (laughs) dub singing voice? So... Yeah. I mean, it really must have been someone that was just famous in the movies. Like, they weren't going to go for Apparently, like, they probably already locked in Marnie Dixon. They're like, all right, bitch, you're on set to sing. Um, Anyway, so when Audrey then did accept the part, she was not aware that she was going to be dubbed. So she spent time, Mm -hmm. like, in voice lessons, Mm -hmm. getting herself prepared and stuff like that. And then she was informed, like, while they were filming, I think. And when she was informed that she was going to be dubbed she threw a tantrum on set and stormed off oh Um, Audrey yeah and then apparently the next day she came back and apologized to the crew right and was like I am so sorry for having that hissy fit like please like I I just was thrown off I'm so sorry I mean I could see like I mean not hissy fit but I could see like if you worked all that time like practicing and then they're like like, we don't think you're good enough sorry like we're gonna get this girl she's our girl Marty Dixon also like Marty Dixon, man, like I don't even know what she looks like. I know that's pretty bad. <laughs> and because like she was the voice of Maria too, mm-hmm. in West Side Story for Natalie Wood. And we were discussing when we were watching it, like we, I love Audrey, you love Audrey. Yes. Do we, we think she was like the perfect person to kind of play this role? I don't. No. And I feel like we thought she was like really dramatic. With, yes. with, with Eliza and I just I don't know if the directors told her to be like that right. or I think it had to have been I, yeah all the stuff like, she just doesn't act like that's that that's what to I'm me. saying like I we and that's the thing is like we are huge Audrey Hepburn yeah. fans like I love and it's your, one of your Roman favorite Holiday musicals like, and like Sabrina and yeah. like watching it I totally forgot how much 
I did not like Audrey Hepburn's portrayal because she is she's so dramatic and I do think it was how she was directed like because Eliza is so much smarter in the beginning yes. than they were giving her credit for yes. in the movie. Yeah. Like, she's able to, like, really think about, like, how do I change my life? I'm going to get this guy to help me out. Like, you right. know what I mean? And yeah. they just made her, like, cry every five seconds. So dramatic. And, like, she she was literally selling flowers on the street before. Like, she yeah. obviously had to be, like, street smart and everything. And then she gets in this house. And then she's like, ah! Like, yeah, she's crying. And, like, and- but that's also part of the dynamics that, like, they really made it clear that, like, Oh, like Rex Harrison, like Higgins is so much smarter than right, Eliza, exactly. and like, yeah. If that was the case, I wouldn't have been drawn to it when I was a child. Okay, yeah. like I love smart, tough yeah. women, and so yeah. it's like I just was like, Ugh, like. And I obviously didn't see Julie Andrews in this part, but right. I just can't imagine she acted like oh, that for no freaking way. Yeah. She would not. Julie so, Andrews is a lady. Yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of hard, but but you know have your opinions. What do you yeah. guys think? What Comment guys? below. In our YouTube video. You can't do it on Spotify, so you have to go onto YouTube. All right. Time for <gasps> debate. A debate. <laughs> I love our debates. They're one too. of my favorite parts of the podcast, honestly. <laughs> we're always arguing. like, we love fighting. Um, it's great. But okay. It was funny because we actually started the, we started the <laughs> debate while we were watching the movie, and I said, we yeah. have to put a pin in this because I was like, this is our debate. Uh, we didn't have to reach for it. <sighs> it's so, so good. Okay. In the show, Eliza has had enough when Henry Higgins, like, so after the ball, where Mm -hmm. she is dressed up like a princess, she kills it. Everyone thinks that she's an actual princess, right? right? They come home from the ball. Him, Higgins and Pickering are, like, high-fiving each other like douchebags, saying, like, yeah, we did it. Like, fuck yeah. Right. And they give no credit to Eliza. Right. Who's just standing in the corner, seething, because she's <laughs> like, I did all this work and nobody's giving me credit. Mm-hmm. So then Pickering goes up, Higgins is left in the room, and she fucking attacks Higgins, and she's like, you douche. She's like, I did work, and you guys are showing me that I did nothing. And he's like, you a grateful bitch. And so, like, Basically. they have an argument. And she leaves the house that night, packs up her things, and is like deuces, right? Mm-hmm. And she goes out mm-hmm. again, being smart. She finds places to stay. Mm-hmm. Like she's not some destitute bitch on the street. Freddie's right? literally waiting for this her moment. Her saying, "Please come with me." <laughs> um, and then Higgins like unravels because she's missing, and like yes. goes on this frantic search to find her. He finds her at his mom's house. And she literally is like, no, I'm fucking good now. Like, I don't need you. And he's like, oh, like, but he tries a manipulation thing. Yeah. He's like, he goes, oh, you're finally the woman I always wanted you to be. And she's like, fucking shit. And so he goes home. He's still still sad. Like, he realizes. in his chair. "Mm." And he, like, plays her fucking voice on the phone (laughs) because he misses her so much. And then the end of the movie has her. So this is my thing. I will always, I'm looking directly at the camera, judge a director on how they direct the last scene. <laughs> because it affects so much. So the movie was bullshit. So in the movie, she co- so she comes back. That's the ending, right? Mm-hmm. So in the movie, she comes back through the door. He sees her. And rather than like them have like this hug or whatever, he tips his hat forward and Higgins tips his hat forward, slumps in the seat, and goes, Liza, my slippers. And she just, like, smiles, like, right. this is, like, where I wanted like, to Oh, my be. God, I love this. Bullshit. So, yeah. in a w- direction that I've seen it before, <clears throat> is 
um, she comes in and he like reaches for one of the famous chocolates that's throughout the musical. He reaches for one of the chocolates to put it in his mouth and he goes, Liza, my slippers. And she comes over and fucking takes the chocolate, pops it in her mouth, and fucking knocks his hat off. Like, as in, like, I'm Better. back, bitch. Right? Right. So, the debate that we have today, I had to lay out all that information for you because the debate we have today is whether <laughs> we think that Eliza should have gone back to Higgins. I bet you, without even knowing anything, I bet you can decide who's going <laughs> to be on what side. Delaney, who's going to be on the right on? side? No, don't right even side. start there. Don't even start that you're on the right side. So, Delaney, what is Eliza, your opinion? Eliza, okay, so can I, am I just going to go into my full, or are yeah. going to say, okay. First of all, Eliza has always been a very smart woman, and right? she does not need Higgins to continue on with her life, okay? I'm not saying she has to go back to Freddie, but he does love her a lot, and right? if she wants to try out that little thing, perfect. Um, but she should not go back to Higgins at all, because he is a pompous, misogynistic creep. <laughs> is that all you're going to say? I just don't think he deserves her at all. And I and I think if even if he was 5 years older, okay. I really don't think it would take a while for him to completely change to oh, to be sure. a stand-upish man. Like I just don't if I was alive, I would not go back. No way. No way. So, I'm for it. And I say that because like one like I so the thing is, like, I'm not opposing your side. Like, I think that if Eliza was not going to be with Higgins, Elijah should be on her own. And Eliza could be on her own because she is a strong woman on her own right. Like, she can make decisions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I do not think that she should end up with Freddie. I'm not saying she should end up. She could okay, try. Okay, like, listen. So, we'll like, talk to him that's not the other option. He's never an option because literally, Freddie is a puppy dog who she would chew and spit out. Because, like, uh, who, but, like, who wants that kind of relationship? Who wants a guy that's chewing? My turn, I let you speak. So, anyway, I just think, because, like, yeah, sure, like, I agree. Like, Freddie has, like, all the love in his little baby heart, right? But even when she's talking about him in the musical, she's like, yeah, Freddie's going to stay at home and I'm going to work because, like, he was never, like, he's not, she's literally, he's like, he's not a man, he doesn't know how to provide Right? And so it's like, right. So, like, literally, that would be the worst couple ever because I think that she would end up, like, hating how fucking squishy that man is. Okay. The reason why I think that she goes, like, why I am okay with her going back to Higgins is because I think, and I think it goes better with my five-year, only five years older plan, is that I think that they challenge each other in the best way. He doesn't let her get away with shit. She doesn't let him get away with shit. And they are constantly like that. But I think that they would make themselves better. I don't think that it's going to be an overnight, like, Higgins is finally this reformed man. But I think that having Eliza in his life allows the opportunity for him to better himself. Okay, can I say two things? Uh, Yes. Okay, first of all. Um, it shouldn't be the woman's job to help a man better himself, okay? so and That was the whole argument in dog fight. Yes, exactly. I'm going back to that. Um, also, have you ever heard of the term himbo? 
No. So basically a himbo, and this is Freddy, is a attractive, nice male that's probably not as smart as the woman he's right. in a relationship with, right. but he's still a very good guy. And yeah. I'm not saying that she doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't have to be with Freddy for the rest of her life. But if I think of two guys, and one is literally just like, like loves you, and he, I'm not saying that he's an idiot though. How he's is that, not a complete idiot. But okay, okay like you, that's the whole thing, right? Is that like you know what is what is Eliza gonna get from Freddie? Besides, like okay, great. She doesn't love. know Freddie fully yet though. Yeah, that could be more and to that's it. My other point. Freddie doesn't know Eliza at all. Okay, I get he that. He literally part. saw her once, and he's like, "Damn, that girl's hot." And okay, he but, okay. Her. Try to explain to me what Eliza and Higgins' relationship will be on the daily. I think that they will, she, he will make her smarter. Not that she, can I, can I pause mm-hmm. before she has this look? Not that she already isn't smart. I think that she is smart in a very streetwise way. But he is a educated university man, right? And I think that she has a thirst for learning. I think that their lives will be her learning about the languages from him and him becoming a more less misogynistic asshole. I don't think that she would let him get away with being a misogynistic asshole. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that she would check him on it. And that's why I think the whole ending is so important of how you handle it. Because it's like, if you just let her be a bystander at the end of the show when he does that, then you're just... That is the future that I wouldn't stand behind, right? If that future was presented at me and that was how it was always staged in My Fair Lady, I would be pissed. Right. Because it's like... That's not the future I see for them. I see it where it's like if he ever tried to be misogynistic and asshole, she would fight him on it. But I think there's something like, and I know that you hate this, but it's like I personally would rather have a lifetime of arguing and checking somebody and like, like, I like that. I like that like fight and like because it's not, because it's like, it's not. I, but that's me as a person, right? It's like, I don't see yes. the verbal abuse as... Ver- Listen, this is so bad. I see it more as teasing rather than an actual verbal attack. Like, And I'm not saying, like, like there are different situations where verbal abuse is not okay. Like, right? Obviously. But I, I don't think that he means it when he says it. He's just trying to get under her skin. Listen, if they presented the the ending differently, yes, and it and like Eliza came in and said, "Bring me my slippers," and he was like, "Gladly," <laughs> then yes, it could be better. But I'm sorry, I'm just thinking of that ending, and he's literally like, "Oh, she came back to me. Now I'm gonna get her, make her get and my slippers." And then she checks him, and that's she, the well, thing. not in the movie. Not, I'm not talking about the movie because the you're movie, talking about imaginary world. I'm talking about a musical that one day I will direct and okay. that's how it will be but Fine. that's how Fire. I see the relationship we're not okay. going based off of the musical because the musical didn't do it the movie musical did not do well, it right I say it was Eliza, directed by a man I say <laughs> Eliza and stuff on her own anyways so and a um, lesbian down the way <laughs> I'm always down for that so and that's the debate <laughs> where we did not agree with either. I don't think we ever actually agree because Definitely we both not. are so stubborn in our own. Like I can see your viewpoint, but like I'm just not gonna. Go I see your viewpoint too, but I don't agree with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Megan, what times it now? <gasps> Guys, I know you really missed that sound. I know my sound effects are the best. Uh, you really been crying about it. You want it. You Guys, want that sound. Say it at home. It is the 
fire round. You didn't say it. Yeah, I, oh, I forgot what the word was when you were saying it. <laughs> it's been two weeks and she's already okay, forgot everything. Okay, first question. Yeah. Now, y'all, you know we love some MFK, well, MFP. P. Picnic. Picnic, because we don't like to kill. It's seven, not, seven, I, I mean, I would kill maybe someone. But, um, <laughs> I already know who you're, like, picking. You already know. What well, we're picking for each other. Right. Right? So. Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? You can go first. So. so I'm going to give you your choices. So, I think that Delaney. Well, is, should we say who's in the, the game? Oh, yeah. Sure. Sorry. Okay. Higgins. Higgins. Bruh. Eliza. Or. Freddie. <laughs> which I think really just indicated what your choices are. So, uh, which I'm right about. So I think that you're going to marry Eliza. You're going to fuck Mr. Freddie. Because I'm sure he's good in bed. Like, he, he, oh my god, what if he's boring in bed? Like, vanilla. Yeah, I actually um, don't know if it would be <laughs> And then you're going to kill, not picnic, with Higgins. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm going to kill him because I'm not going to picnic and have him explain, mansplain things to me. Guys, I'm truly, right? I'm, I'm nicer than what I appear on the video and podcast. Okay, for you. Was I right? Yes, you're right. Obviously. 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 After yours, it's kind of hard. I know. So I think... I don't know. I'm like going back and forth, but here's what I'm gonna say. You're going to marry Higgins. Mm-hmm. F Freddie and and picnic with Eliza. It's different. So, cause like I would actually with those three choices. Okay. I would actually marry Eliza. I would marry Eliza. Okay. And I would probably because I just don't think that Higgins... Well, maybe they would have fiery sex. So I'm thinking of... I'm not thinking of Rex Harrison, by the way. Yeah, I'm see, who are you so, thinking I'm of? thinking of someone five like years Hugh Jackman younger. or something? <laughs> but remember, I cast you in that. Oh, that... I'd have casting for you. But, like, because that would be, like... I feel like they'd have, like, really They good, probably like, would, but it's the marriage still. I would do that. I'd say... Hugh Jackman is my only Higgins. the Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Hugh Jackman is my Higgins. Uh, yeah, I uh, f him, and then uh, picnic with Freddie. I think okay. Be a good time. Oh, that's so cute. You and Eliza would actually be super cute. We'd be a bomb ass she's, couple. She's my wife. So, um, anyways, so <laughs> okay. Next question. You want to ask it? Okay. So in the movie, we have two types of parties that go down. We have oh, the. Um, wouldn't it be Loverly Crew, Loverly. which is in the Loverly. beginning, and it's Eliza parting with all those street ho- hooligans, street hoes, ho- street hoes, um, around a little fire pit, and they're like, you know, throwing <laughs> wilted lettuce at each other, like having a good ass time. Lovely, lovely. So it's the uh, that party, okay. And then there's obviously the royalty uh, party that she right. goes to, the, the ball. ball, where she dances Ooh. with the prince. Um, and she causes a stir with the queen who wears those... Oh, yes. Weird-ass crown. It's like an alien antenna. I, she's being dramatic. It's whatever. Really anyway, so our question is, what party would you rather go Get down to? with. Like... Party with. I think down. we're going to have the same answer. I went first last time, but you're trying to go first. You would party with the loverly. I would. Because... They don't care. Yeah. They just want to party and have fun. <laughs> They'll throw some jokes at you. You got some beer. Right. You know, right. Eat some nice little food, bread. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, and I never time, and we haven't really even talked about Eliza's dad. Uh, <laughs> 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 He's actually a pretty big character. Um, 
all of his numbers are like raucous. Like they're yeah, hella funny. They're, they're I'd rather the funny be part numbers. of that crew. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. And same. And same. Delaney would be because like well, because like the thing is, it's like I think I would enjoy going to like a royal ball like once. I mean, like, they're probably like, like yeah, they're gonna be like it's all like fancy and stuff, and right? Like, good food right. And stuff, but it's but it's so, like, like but stuck it's, up. it's very tight, and it's like you couldn't really like laugh or exactly. like, be like rambunctious. Like you would be look, you probably be escorted out. Whereas, right. Like you know, throw down for what at the Loverly crew? Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> they don't care. They just want to party with you. They do. That just want to party. That was pretty easy. I love it. All right. So, this last one. <laughs> Delaney was hesitant to say it, but I just decided we should. So, at the end, while we were watching the movie, this is not a this is not a fire up question. The fire round has ended. Um, so, while we were ending the movie, we just started um, casting uh, what we would like the Bay Area to produce yeah. for a My Fair Lady show. Right. So, we said Eliza... Would obviously be me. <laughs> so technically, so first of all, we, this is always going to be like Megan's show, right? So if we're going to be like casting the show, we're going to be like, obviously, you're going to be the lead of it. Right. And I actually, we didn't discuss this, but I'm going to throw this in there. I would actually really like you to be the director of this show, only because I think you would hate for any, like, you would make, you would make it your life's mission to make this show not as... right. Like misogynistic, and I would love to work. Yes, that. I would. Yeah, I would. That would be so fun. Actually. So yeah. So, so that director okay. is Delaney. So Corbett. I'm director. I'm Eliza, Eliza David Little. Obviously. All right, and then we have. Uh, so I'm gonna say her dad first because we'll oh, go in order. So yes. so um, Greg Fritch is is was one of our um, <laughs> professors in college. He taught us, you know, all about theater and acting and everything. And, and we um, found out he does. We never. I never realized it, but until recently. Mm-hmm. But he said that he did Oklahoma, which means he has uh-huh. done musicals. Yes, he's about my height. <laughs> <laughs> he's this like fiery little dude, and. Um, I think he'd be absolutely hilarious. He would be What's so... What's the dad's good. name? Do we know? Yeah, Alfred. Alfred oh, there you go. Alfred, yeah. Alfred P. Doolittle. Alfred P. Um, so, and you obviously got... You've known him for a long right. time now. And so, like... And the great thing about it is because, like, Eliza and her dad has that, like... Yeah. Butthead's chemistry. He's always coming yes. to her for money, and she's like, get out, you right. fucking tosser. Um, and you're taller than him, right? Great. I am. So that would so be hilarious. It would be really funny. It would be great. Uh, Who's taller yeah. than him? If he's yeah. your height... <laughs> <laughs> he's a little taller than me. But, um, that, yeah. So, Greg Fritch as Alfred. Great. And then we said, so, Higgins. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the thing is, this person, we actually don't know him. So, to, to, to say this, let me just preface this really quick. We are literally just, like, we know people in theater. We've yeah. seen shows. So, we're just like, you know what? I remember this person from that show or right. that person from that show. So even if you somehow watch us and you don't know us, don't be creeped out, okay? Exactly. That's what I'm be saying. Be honored. Like, no, because, like, we admire your work, which is exactly. why we're bringing you up. Exactly. So uh, we, I saw Music Man at Pacifica with our friend Liz Neff, who was Marion. Beautiful, beautiful. Gorgeous. And her, oh, my God, now I can't remember his name. Doi? No, but the guy in the show. Oh, freaking. Uh, Harold Hill. <laughs> Harold Hill. So there, her Harold Hill. His name is I can't Harold Hill. Harold Hill. Uh, his name was Doy, uh, and I've seen him around a bunch, and he is just like he's got this really nice like presence about mm-hmm, him, and mm-hmm. I think he would be great. And it's like I also just 
like would be really interested to see what he would do with Higgins. Yeah. I think if like someone comes into a part and the part's already a little like sketch, like yeah. I, they're going to bring like a new fresh take to it. Yeah. And he has a like and that's what he brought to Harold Hill as well is that yeah. he has a likable quality. Yeah. And I think that's Yeah, you need that. Very for important for Higgins. Yeah, like we definitely. need to like like you in a little bit like when you say these nasty snarky things we almost yeah. need to see like it's a joke mm-hmm. and it's you're not being serious mm-hmm. like that's the whole point mm-hmm. right so doi we're looking at you even though you don't know we who cast, we are we cast, yeah. um great Hi. and then it's we Rachel. have pickering we have pickering so um, i'm excited for pickering pickering we both know this lovely man jim rupp jim rupp, jim rupp. i don't know if you watch this either but I so I did um, Wizard of Oz with him at Tri Valley Rep, and basically that's where I met him. So kind, so talented. I did mattress did with mattress. him, and I've done a lot of Woodminster shows with him. And if anybody doesn't know, he he is the sweetest man. He really is that you will ever meet. And I think I've told you this. He's the reason why I got Winifred in Once Upon a Mattress. Really? Wait, do I know that? Oh my God! Side story here, guys. <laughs> so, um, so I did Once Upon a Mattress callbacks, right? Mm-hmm. And John Mayo, the director, had never worked with me mm-hmm. before, mm-hmm. and so like he wanted. Apparently, the story is and it's funny because John Mayo told me later. John Mayo wanted to offer me the part, but he didn't. He wanted to like get the load down on me before. Oh, interesting. So he okay. called Jim Rep, who had already ah. been cast. Yeah. And he was like, "Hey, I saw that you had worked with her because we did Guys and Dolls before. Oh my god! Like, I saw that you worked with her. Like, how is she?" And Jim was like, "She is such an amazing actress. She's oh, such a sweet person. Like, so you would cute. be so blessed to have her in your cast." Oh, and Jim. Then I got the part because of Jim Rep. You owe so much to Jim. I do owe. Well, I owe. So so much gym rep. No, I do. And he's the sweetest man in the really? freaking world. I try to be mean to him, and it's the funniest thing because I can't because he, like, I will be mean to him. I'll be like, Jim, get out of my freaking way. And he's like, oh, okay, Megan. He's, I, yeah, he's one of those guys that literally just is there to do his work, and he, he's fabulous with it. And he's uh, just, like, no drama. and No yeah. drama. So we'd be happy to have him there. So happy. I cast you, Jim so Rupp. I you're cast, pickering. Yeah. I'll put you in any show. Um, and then we've got... Uh, Freddie. Freddie was funny because, like, we need a young male actor who's, who can make it, like, you know, not creepy, I would say. <laughs> not creepy. Not and creepy. also, like, have, like, that, because, like, the thing that I love is, like, when Freddie's in, like, he trips over himself, he's not polished, like, right? Yeah. He's got this kind of, like, dorky quality to him. Mm-hmm. I think that's really endearing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just worked with this person, uh, we did, uh, like a little concert together, uh, and I really enjoyed working with him and I, tr- I trusted him and it was funny because yeah. like when you do concerts through Zoom, there, like you have like maybe one or two rehearsals and that's right. kind of it. And right. so I really trusted this guy and yeah. I would love to work with him in real life. Um, it's Cameron Mahaney. Yeah. <laughs> Mahaney? <laughs> Talk like he doesn't listen to this show. He doesn't listen to this podcast. He will listen to this exact one. <laughs> and be like, oh my God, Megan is such a creep. No, he, he's a great, and he has done yeah. a lot of stuff around the Bay Area. And I've seen him a bunch of yeah, times. Yeah, I, uh, I think we both saw him in um, Rock of Ages. Right? And Got those high notes. There you go. And uh, I've, I've seen him a lot. I've seen him in Rock of Ages, uh, Mamma Mia, well, do you follow him? Spring Awakening, <laughs> uh, Thoroughly Modern Millie. Okay, you need to stop But it's because there all of my friends out. are in his shows. That's why. No, very talented, yeah. and I think... I think he would bring something yeah. 
endearing to Freddie. Not yeah, that Freddie is hard to bring endearing to yeah, Freddie. And then, okay. uh, and then uh, Hagen's mom, we mm-hmm. said uh, Jenny Matucci, who played my Jenny. mom in Little Women. So and My mom in Little Women. That's right. You were my sister. We were sisters. Yeah, um, but I think she has that sassy quality. Like, she could shut Higgins down. Definitely. You know I mean? Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's. Kind of it, right? Yeah, that's kind yeah. of it. So that's our cast. Boom! Um, we thought we'd just do that. We never really do that, but we kind of just did it. We for just kind of did it, and it was fun. Yeah. And I was like, well, because, like, if you manifest it, it will come. Ooh, true. Okay, get on down. Come into theaters in 20 room room. Yeah, quarantine edition. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for watching us today or listening to us on the podcast. Remember to like and subscribe, and please comment. Like, tell us that. We tell, us you, com- tell us you watch us. Tell us like, you don't watch us, but you're watching this one. Just, just, just let tell us, us know. You like us. Let us know that you're out there, and it's yeah. just not my mom rewatching yeah, it so I can get higher Yeah, we would appreciate it so much. Um, um, next week we are talking about. Don't you? Oh, don't, hey, hey, hey! Don't you ooh, forget about me? Forget about me. Uh, we're making Breakfast Club a musical. Damn, so, bitches! Yeah, come and join us. We love to have you. Bye! Bye!